Okay, ready? Here we go. Should we do some like just chit chat at the beginning? This we have like random stuff to pull from in case we need it. I mean, we can. <laughs> That's up to you. It's your it's your podcast. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Mirrorbox podcast. I'm Hudson Phillips. Uh, I am a uh, writer producer from Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, the founder of this here uh, Mirrorbox Films thingy that we're doing. And I am Sonia May, a person who is still trying to figure out her title in life. So yeah, president of, <laughs> of everything. Um, so, uh, so what is Mirrorbox exactly? So we are a uh, movie production company, an online community built around genre films that reflect humanity. Uh, what does that mean exactly? Well, it means we make movies that uh, fit kind of a certain genre of film, which is fantasy, horror, sci-fi kind of worlds. And uh, we attempt to do something a little different in those worlds and kind of elevate them and make them interesting. And not only that, but we want to build a community around that as well um, to really test out new voices and to give a platform to new voices which is why we've created this podcast and why we've created our website um, that you can check out at mirrorboxfilms.com. And we're just dipping a toe in, but hopefully we will end up being a weekly podcast exploring building community around genre film, like Hudson was just saying. And we are dividing our podcast into three sections, three super fun, wicked rad sections. <laughs> We've got Lean In, which is our interviews with creatives such as like filmmakers, writers, bloggers, all of the above. Other really. creative things. Anything that pretty much pertains to filmmaking or genre films. And we've got Study Up, which are how-tos and instructional podcasts. Very practical, kind of uh, nitty-gritty, you know, how do I do blank things. And we've got Geek Out, which is pure, unadulterated passion for all things genre, geeky, fun, fantastic. Yeah, so that might look like um, just someone ranting about their favorite thing. Um, but we at least try to do positive rants, not uh, negative <laughs> rants. We don't, we're not, we're not angry. No, We, no. we love we, things. We love geeky we things. We nurture <laughs> geeky things. Um, so each month we will have a theme as well. So the February, uh, our, our theme for February is beginnings. So um, Hudson, what's, what's your beginnings? Well, back in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you guys know how old I am. the womb. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so um, our beginnings kind of began with um, a feature film that we we launched back in, oh gosh, 2017. Yeah. That's not that long ago. Well, I mean, we started it in 2017. We started it in 2017. Premiered in 2018. Yeah, so we um, we launched this film called This World Alone, which you can find more info about at thisworldalone.com. But we um, basically went out and we shot kind of, which is a great theme for beginnings because... Um, we had done a bunch of short films and we had written some scripts and um, had sold some things. But um, for me personally, nothing was really tracking. And we said, let's just go make a movie. Um, and we did. So um, we had this idea, uh, Jordan Noel, my directing partner and I, and we said, let's go out and shoot something one summer. And within two months, we had a script, we had money, we had a casting crew, and we went up and shot um, a movie uh, in the mountains of North Georgia. And that's where I met um, Sonia here. Sonia, what's, what's your side of that story? 
So my side of the story was that I had worked for Hudson online through a screenwriting community called Script Blast that we have on the Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. And he knew that I had a background in video editing and that I enjoyed writing. And so he was like, hey, we need a script supervisor for this new feature film that we're going to be making. And it's our first feature film. I'm like, you look like a script supervisor. <laughs> and I had no idea what a scripty did. And I was just like, yeah, sure. I've never worked on a movie before. This will be great. Or at least not a documentary type movie which is a great lesson about beginnings too is that you had no idea what you're doing be like yeah i'll do that yeah and mind you i also had never met hudson in person (laughs) hey come to this cabin in the woods and hang out for a week so yeah i uh drove down to georgia i was living in kentucky at the time and i started getting through all these back roads areas and i was just like you know there's a good chance i'm gonna get murdered this week (laughs) but it might be worth it if i can work on a movie and so that's uh how i got started with that and obviously i didn't get murdered and it just (laughs) helped foster this great relationship with hudson and everybody on the casting crew yeah oftentimes you will find yourself at that crossroads of will i be murdered or will i launch my career Um, so yeah, so we made this one alone and then, uh, it, it, we've had a lot of success. It's in the film festival, um, uh, what do you call it? Circuit Yeah. yeah, right now. And so we just won an award at Oxford Film Fest for best feature and we've got a bunch more coming up and uh, are very excited about the prospects of that film. But basically we said, man, this was such a great experience. We really, uh, loved connecting with other creative people and, and making this beautiful thing. Let's do it again. And so that's why we started Mirrorbox Films to kind of replicate that process and ramp it up and, uh, hopefully get a little bigger budgets, hopefully get a little more time, a little more quality projects. Um, But basically, we just want to connect with other human beings that love to create beautiful things. And um, that's kind of why we're here. Um, So we want to talk a little bit about today about beginnings. We want to talk a little bit about our own stories um, and kind of the journey of what it's like to start something new um, and the fear behind that and how to keep going um, even in the face of many, many failures. Um, So Sonia, you've begun a lot of things lately. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey, what you're doing now, and uh, maybe some lessons you've learned along the way. Okay, so yeah, that's an understatement of begun a lot of things. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said earlier, I have a background mostly in video editing, um, which I do thoroughly enjoy, although I enjoy after having a taste of getting to edit an actual feature film. Now that's pretty much all I want to edit, so everything else is boring. (laughs) And so I've been trying to branch out and find other things in the entertainment industry that I enjoy doing. And one of the best ways that I've gotten to do that so far is I've moved down to Georgia and started working as a background actor. And with that on set, you pretty much get to see everything that's going on a lot of the times. You get to see some of the setups and you get to work with a lot of people. And um, from there, I've also gotten to do some stand-in work on a few like pretty big projects, which was pretty awesome and even better than background work because as a stand-in, you get to a lot of the times actually get to stand. watch. <laughs> stand a you, lot. Do, you do stand. You a do a lot more, You do a lot more work than... Uh, but pretty much... It's great because you get to watch the actual actors do their thing and interact with the directors and the crew. 
And as a stand-in too, I mean, you get to block out what the actors are going to be doing while the crew is setting up and trying to figure out what camera shots they want. Um, that one's probably been the biggest learning step for me. And um, one project that I got to work on, I was working with Peter Gallagher and he gave me like the best advice ever because I don't want to be an actor. I very much prefer the behind the scenes stuff for the most part. And he was talking to me about that and how as long as you just keep showing up and persevering no matter what the struggles are, whether you have a two hour commute to work each day there and back and no matter like what the other people around you are like, if you show up, have a positive attitude and just keep persevering, people are going to start noticing that and then you're going to start to move up. And so it's definitely worth it to start at the bottom rung, which a lot of people would say background actors are, um, even though, I mean, without them, films and television would be a lot weirder. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that you, you kind of mentioned there. One is just showing up and just putting yourself out there like that, that like, if you don't take that first step to show up, you're never going to elevate and get to that next level. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. They're like, oh, well, I, I want to be a director. But I, I did a lot of um, extra work when I was uh, younger as well. And um, you learn so much just yeah. standing and observing. Um, and it might seem like it's this lowest rung, but really you're in that world. You're, you get to observe everything that's going on and, and maybe even more so than actually working because you can be a passive observer. Mm -hmm. You're not caught up with one particular job and really understand how a movie set works. Um, so I think show up and I think being willing to learn and to realize that, um, that you do have a lot to learn and that it might mean... Um, doing something that you don't want to do in order to to learn how to do things. Um, so what's what Sonia? What do you? In what ways do you learn? Do you like seek out I don't know books or classes, or is it all for you like getting your hands dirty and actually just doing things and learning that way? I mean, preferably, I love to have hands-on experience, but I know that that's not always an option, especially when I was living in Kentucky because there are not that many productions going on in Kentucky at this point. And um, so for me, I'm also a reader, so and I love reading nonfiction. That's my favorite. And so for a lot of stuff that I would do was reading autobiographies and memoirs because, yes, you can have instructional books that'll tell you what you're supposed to be doing, but you don't really get to understand the experiences of doing it. And I feel like by reading people, like reading things written by people that have done that stuff is a little bit more personal and easier to connect with, especially if you're a hands-on learner. Um, so for me, I definitely enjoyed reading that kind of stuff. And I mean, I took a few production classes in college and when I worked as a video editor in Kentucky, I was also like technical director because it was pretty much like me and my boss and we would yeah. go out and shoot together. So, I mean, I've got camera operating experience. I've got like sound experience. So it's, it was really an awesome opportunity for me at the time to be able to learn all these different crafts within this world. And, and, and in learning each of those crafts, were you, um, were you kind of exploring and figuring out what you liked at that time and that's why you tried multiple things? Or are you just generally interested in, in everything? I'm generally interested in pretty much everything. Like I remember as a kid, I really, really wanted to be a sound engineer um, because I had this like undying love for music and I was like, well, this is like the best thing to it. And then just by doing more stuff with sound, I 
pretty much realized that like, I enjoy it. I'm not great at it. I can get better at it, but I can also try all these other things and like see if maybe I enjoy it more. And I'm, I'm also like, I just like to dabble in anything and everything. And I think that it all helps you to be a more well-rounded person by learning all these other crafts and everything like that, because that way if you're on set and all of a sudden like they need extra help in this other department you can go and help them like, oh i've done that before yeah exactly so, um so do you doing all these new things do you find how much does fear play into that like every time you start something new is that a fearful process for you or is it exciting does it kind of like get you going it used to be um I, I know like I used to always be super nervous before like interviews for stuff um but and to like for showing up to places that I'd never been before I'd always be like oh well am I, am I supposed to go through this door or am I like <laughs> I have that too I still have that yeah, and totally. now I've just kind of realized that nobody really has any idea what they're doing and so it's <laughs> also just, so true if you just pretend that you know even if what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing yeah technically like you have a better chance of getting away with it like you can walk through that door if you think this is the door i need to go through and if you wind up in the wrong space then you just be like oh well oh, can you point me in the right direction yeah yeah um and i do think because because i find i find myself on that every time I start something new, it's a fearful process. And even after I become kind of an expert at that thing, it's still a fearful process. And I think just any any kind of new thing, any kind of um, new environment, uh, and, and maybe it's my personality of like, uh, I like comfort and I like being in a comfortable space, but I also recognize that staying in my comfortable space, I'll never get to where I want to be. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about how to get where you want to be and figuring out what, uh, where you want to be. Um, and so that sounds a little bit like goal setting, but the the way that I would put it is, um, I think the real key to beginning anything is clarity of figuring out your what and your why and, and how you're going to get there. So for me, the what is very easy when you're starting something creative. Um, it's really just what lights you up, what excites you, um, what when you do, could you do for 10 hours straight and never get tired of doing it? Um, and so that for me is writing. So I find that no matter what I do in life, um, like I'll be moping around depressed one day and, and my wife will be like, Oh, you haven't written in a while. You need to go write. And I will. And and I get excited again and about life and about everything that it's just, uh, it's the thing that lights me up. Um, and I think a key, a key part of that is once you find what lights you up, you surround yourself with other people that are lit up by that that thing. Um, I think especially in writing, but I think a lot of filmmaking things can be a very lonely thing, that it feels like you have to establish yourself, and so you're doing all these jobs, which is great to to learn, but you to find other people that love that same thing, that's really what's going to keep you going, because doing things on your own, you can get burnt out so easily. Um, the other side of that is um, not just what you want to do, but why you want to do it. Because I think um, without a deep-seated purpose of what you're wanting to do, um, you are going to face rejection, and it's going to suck, and you're going to open the wrong door at some place that you're going to, and it's going to suck, and you're going to make something, and and nobody's going to watch it, and it's going to suck. But um, if you have this deep-seated drive within you to keep going, um, then that's going to drive you. So 
um, I'll kind of tell mine in a second, but Sonia, do, do you have this thing that what is it deep inside of you that has to create and be in this world? Is, is there something maybe in your past that you kind of embraced or somewhere you want to be that's, that's driving you? Well, I come from a pretty creative family. Like my grandmother did ceramics and taught like ceramics classes. Both of my parents were commercial photographers. Um, and so I feel like creativity is just like coursing through my veins. Hmm. But the way that my brain processes why I want to create is because deep down I feel like art and any form of creation is what's going to last in this world. Um, and... I wanna, I wanna be somebody that has an impact on the world, and that I can leave a footprint that you know, hopefully would be here still in a hundred years, two hundred years, you know, be like a William Shakespeare mm-hmm. or you know, an Edgar Allan Poe kind of figure where like your art form lasts and people mm. want to read it, or even if they don't want to read it, maybe it'll be dug up in 2000 years and people will be like, oh, this person existed. She died a starving artist and now she's famous. (laughs) But her name's there and that's just something that has always kind of driven me is just to know that whatever I'm creating has the potential to last and to impact people for years to come. Yeah, I often think about, because um, I have a kid, Sonia does not have a kid. Yeah, uh, I'm only 24. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I do think about that a lot, is like my, my and this gets into my story a little bit, that my, my father passed away when I was young, and um, I really have nothing to remember him by. And now I kind of look at my life, and first of all, it's all kind of on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. But like, if something happens to me, my son has all this content that I've created, the stuff I've written, the films that I've made, and he'll be able to understand my psyche a little bit more that he can't now because he's 15 and just doesn't care. But, um, you know, when he gets older and he starts to be able to relate, all this stuff will be left behind. And there's something so powerful about that. Um, and that's really, that really is my why as well, is that, um, I feel like I have something to say, which that sounds self-important, but really what it is, is it's just finding purpose for my past, which is, I've had some very difficult, um, experiences in my life, much, um, the losing of a father being a main one, but also, um, a best friend taking his life when I was younger and, um, there's just lots of experience that I've kind of survived and, and gone through. And I find purpose in those experiences through my writing, through being able to um, translate emotion on screen honestly so that people can see themselves reflected in that. And that's actually where the name Mirrorbox comes from, um, which we'll get into at some other point um, or you can read about on the site. But a lot of it has to do with just seeing yourself reflected on screen, seeing other people seeing themselves reflected in your art. Um, and ultimately, I think that's what life is about. It's connecting with other people. Um, and we do that through creation, but we also do that through um, making and experiencing art together. <clears throat> um, and I think that um, I think that's the case for everybody. Um, it's the case for Sonia. It's the case for me. It's the case for you, whoever is listening to this. Is um, I really believe that everyone has a voice. 
And that's a big reason why we started Mirrorbox is to um, test out new voices and to give a platform to those voices. That we don't want to just make movies and kind of shine a spotlight on ourselves, but we want to shine a spotlight on you guys as well. Um, and so you can check out at mirrorboxfilms.com. You can read all of our blogs and content. Um, particularly this month, there's a lot of content around beginnings. So there's a lot of kind of how-to type of things. There's a lot of interviews of um, first-time filmmakers and first-time authors. And uh, we would love for you uh, to be a part of that. So please uh, reach out and find us as we go on this journey together of this production company and this podcast that will get a little sharper as we go and um, be able to incorporate more voices as we go. And so you can find us online at Mirrorbox Films on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And like Hudson said, you can read all of our blogs and find most of our content at mirrorboxfilms.com. Thanks, peace out. Deuces. (laughs) 